Mind Your Farm Business on realagriculture.com is brought to you by RBC Royal Bank. Welcome to Mind Your Farm Business, brought to you by RBC Royal Bank. I'm Sean Haney with realagriculture.com. Risk. It really is that four-letter word that drives us crazy in agriculture. We're always trying to keep in mind, no risk, no reward. But it's not that simple. We have to mitigate the risks that are in our control. It's not easy. It takes complete dedication and being mindful of what risks you are exposed to. What's interesting is how others evaluate our business isn't just about financial risk. There's actually more to the story. And to help us all out uncover this big topic of risk, broken into two kind of categories, business risk and financial risk, we're joined right now in the Mind Your Farm business by Gwen Paddock. She is National Manager of Agriculture and Agribusiness with the Royal Bank of Canada. Gwen, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks, Sean. Okay, risk. You know, this is a, agriculture is a risky industry. There's no bones about it, right? And we all, we have opportunities, but we also have major challenges. And as a farm owner trying to kind of steer through that path of opportunity, we do encounter a lot of risk. Now, some of those risks are out of our control, weather being a really good one. But there are things like business risk and financial risk that that do actually, there are some things that are in our control and we can manage them. Yeah, that's actually uh, absolutely correct, Sean. And what's interesting, the thinking around risk has really started to evolve as farm operations get more complex. And there's a lot more activity and, and work being done around ways to manage risk. And that's total risk. So that's the combination of business risk and financial risk. And I guess how do they how do they work together? And like if we look at risk holistically, how do they sort of impact each other? Yeah, so there's a huge impact between the two. And if you think of uh, two different camps, so the business risk, those are things like uh, production risk, market risk, uh, technology risk, human resource risk. That's definitely one we're seeing a lot more in farm operations. So that's the the risk of your business, and that's when you talk about Mother Nature she falls in business risk. The other part is financial risk, and that's your balance sheet to a large extent. That's the debt and the leverage that you have in your balance sheet. It's your working capital. It's uh, your interest rates. Are they fixed? Are they floating? Um, So two different components, business risk and financial risk. And what we find is in situations where you have high financial risk, so you're highly leveraged, uh, or you have a lot of your debt on variable rates, you need to look at ways of reducing your business risk because you don't want your total risk to get out of hand. I just thought of something as you were talking about that because the traditional relationship between the banker and the farmer has been really focused on financial risk, right? And there's a lot of qualitative things there. So there's ratios, there's net numbers, there's gross numbers, and those are things that we can all sort of benchmark, right? But when I hear you talk about business risk, I I hear a little bit of passion, like those are things that the bank is more and more concerned about. Yeah, so that's that's part of that evolution. And that's, uh, so you're absolutely right. Uh, Most in the past, a lot of the conversations that uh, farmers and ranchers would have with their banker would be around the financial risk. Uh, and it would be around the borrowing of money in order to facilitate the operation. 
today, those conversations are really more about uh, the risk of the operation, because obviously if you take on too much business risk or you don't identify and manage some of those, those risk components, that absolutely has an effect on the viability of the farm. So a lot of the conversations now between ranchers, producers and bankers are around those business risks. Um, what are they? Have you identified them? Uh, what have you what have you decided to do with them with risk you can accept it you can reduce it or you can eliminate it uh, and depending on the type of risk those there's different options that are available for that so I'd say the conversation is very much changed from how much money do you need and what are the terms around that money to tell me about your operation tell me about what risks you have and tell me about how you're managing those risks if you want to eliminate risk in agriculture, I would just suggest sell the farm. That's the, the only risk then is how you're going, going to afford all the taxes you're going to have to pay. But yeah, it, it really is, I think, an, an important discussion. And let's get to the mitigation part. Mm-hmm. Practical stuff. How, how do I focus on mitigating the risk that I may be exposed to in these two categories? Yeah, so I would say the first step is to identify what risks you are exposed to. Because that's it's sort of with knowledge comes power. And so if you understand what risks you, you have in your operation, then you can start to think about, okay, what's my strategy around that? Uh, you mentioned about eliminating risk not not possible in agriculture and and to a large extent it's not it's not desirable because you can eliminate risk, but that means you have no upside opportunity. And uh. it could also mean to eliminate risk can be extremely expensive. So you could eliminate risk, but still, um, but have reduced your profitability to the point where uh, it's not profitable. So that's why I think it's knowing what the risk categories are, where you're exposed to risk, and then making conscious decisions around what are my options to manage that risk, uh, what's involved, and is that appropriate for my operation? Yeah, you know, th- that's a really good point because these. Your, your opportunity and risk are unfortunately sort of tied together. And think of um, like you know, gambling as an example, right? You know, the, we always get odds in horse racing and things like that. And the more risky of a horse you're going to bet on, the more the payout is. And it's or, unfortunately in business, it kind of works that it sort of works that way too. Now, a lot of farms go, a lot of farmers go to meetings and they are, they're told, okay, listen, if you want to, if you want to minimize your financial risk, you have to be using something like a like derivatives, so options and futures and forward contracts and all of these things. But that actually, if not used properly, can actually increase the amount of risk you're exposed to. That's right. And that's, that's uh, the risk with risk management. And that is that what's right for your operation or what's right for your neighbor's operation are not necessarily the same because you will have different goals and uh, different strategy for your operation. Operation, You also have a different balance sheet than your, mem- your neighbor. And so your ability to, to absorb risk, risk will be different. So it's interesting and it goes to gathering knowledge. It's interesting to hear about different options for managing risk, but really at the end of the day, the option that you choose needs to be the right one for you and your operation. Yeah, and obviously the working capital, the, the amount of working capital you have also will impact your tolerance for heightened risk. That's absolutely correct. Your tolerance for heightened risk, and then on the flip side of that, your ability to take advantage when opportunities present themselves in a risky environment. 
And so if you have a, a balance sheet that's, that's strong, you've got good working capital, a, down, a downturn in the price cycle may be an opportunity for you rather than a risk. I think an example that a lot of people would use is, you know, a pre-buy on like a fertilizer or a, maybe a, you know, of that next, that newest variety of corn seed, not having the working capital available to you in the fall, you're not able to execute on those lower prices to minimize your, your cost per acre risk because you don't have the ability to pay for it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think when you talk about working capital, that is, uh, if I think of a balance sheet, working capital is king. If you've got the right amount of working capital, uh, that allows you to do so many things, uh, more so than if you're short on working capital uh, and you're always using uh, borrowed money and leverage in order to do what you want to do. Yeah. I want to jump back for a second because I thought of an example. You had mentioned about, you know, you look across the fence row at your neighbor and you see what they're doing and their business is their business and yours is yours. And you have to evaluate your level of risk and your business plan based on yourself, right? And we we do want to emulate successful producers. There's a lot of good habits and practices that we can all pick up on, but we have to be conscious of our own situation. I I think of like a feed yard example, right? I, I grew up on a feed yard and I think of where, you know, we hit the fall run and maybe calves are expensive and the neighbor's like loaded up. He's filled his whole feedlot full of expensive calves and everybody looks at him and says, I guess we should be doing that too, because he must know something. Not really thinking about how much risk that person is, you know, obviously willing to put themselves under. That's right. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. And so what I would recommend, there's a number of organizations that uh, probably within the last two years have developed some really great tools to help producers identify risks and to really help them hone in on the risks that are significant to their operation. And with that, I think about the Agri-Food Management Institute. They have a great business assessment tool. Uh, the Farm Management Canada has uh, information and a, a good, a good uh, publication on uh, managing risks in agriculture. And Purdue, they have a Center for Commercial Agriculture that has a, a really terrific risk management tool for agriculture. And I think by accessing those tools, you can work through it in the comfort of your own home and think about what the implications of of the different risks are to your operation. And then it will help you identify uh, which risks you should really tackle and which risks, you know what, you've actually got a good plan in place for and, and it's covered. Yeah, I also mentioned you can, we have lots, we have other episodes of Mind Your Farm Business in this podcast that have been dedicated to risks. So you can check those out at mindyourfarmbusiness.com. Gwen, before we wrap up here, I often hear from producers, they they sort of talk, when they talk about risk, they're like, well, it, all this doesn't matter because basically how well we do in a cropping situation is completely dependent on the weather. And this becomes sort of, it becomes an excuse in the sense that it's like, I don't have to worry about all these other risks because if it rains, it rains. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And that's going to basically decide how well I do. That could be kind of dangerous. That could be really dangerous. That could be really dangerous. And I would say from a banking perspective, it could it could end up costing them more money. And what I mean by that is um, when we're determining the interest rate that we charge on a loan, it's a consolidation of a number of factors. And one of the factors is management. And when we, when we assess management, we look at um, what is 
the risk management strategy. And if somebody is, is saying, you know what, everything is outside of my control, uh, you know, there's no sense me thinking about this because I can't do anything about it anyway, to me that's a reflection of management. And, um, and I would say it, that's a reflection of management on the uh, lower end of the scale. Uh, what we're looking for are people who want to actively manage the risks, identify first and manage the risks in their business uh, because they are in control. And those are the kind of people that we think are the future for the agriculture sector. Yeah, th- there you go. You, you're able to, if, if, if you're able to showcase that you have you're managing your business, right? Which is that business risk. You're actually potentially getting offered a lower interest rate from your lender because you're able to show that you've thought about, you're thinking about where the business is going and what you need to do in order to give your chan- yourself a chance of success, whether it rains or not. That, that's really, I think that's really insightful right there. Okay, Gwen, thanks a lot for joining us here today. It's been my pleasure. Everybody, that is, that is Gwen Paddock. She's with the Royal Bank of Canada. I want to thank her very much for joining us here on the Mind Your Farm Business Podcast. As we mentioned earlier, you can find more episodes of this podcast at mindyourfarmbusiness.com. I want to thank you very much for joining us. Once again, thank our guest, Gwen Paddock. And until next time, keep minding your farm business.